Hey, yo, this is episode eight of the No Bystanders podcast. It's once again, you know, your favorite trio, uh, Murph, and going to introduce y'all sales, man. You got G, uh, Dre. And then, you know, typically, you know, we're in an upbeat mood, you know, laughing and all that stuff, but it's today is a difficult day, emotionally, mentally, all of the above. It's been a past couple of days we normally record on thursdays we are recording on sundays because honestly to be honest i i know we discussed this earlier it's trying to gather our thoughts to what we were going to say because it is you know it was a lot to take in over the past few days per se so that's why we're you know a, you know a couple of days late but that's all good but you know let's i'm gonna let you know let y'all really go into it first before I'll say my thoughts on it. So one of y'all can go first. Okay. Um, so um, to all the listeners, uh, uh, before we start, thank you for listening on in to us just talking about what topics we feel need to be talked about. Um, we really appreciate you um, continue listening on because it's only going to get better and better. Um, as you should know, if you don't know already, um, the world is basically burning. Um, there are riots spread across the nation, um, even across the world. Um, basically, what incited these, uh, these passionate protests was the death of a 46-year-old African-American black man in Minnesota. Um, if you don't already know his name, it's, uh, George Floyd. Uh, it's, it's horrific to say the least. If you, if you've seen the video, as I'm sure most of you have, um, he died, um, from an officer pressing his knee onto his neck for approximately nine minutes. Um, the video shows him uh, pleading for the officer to stop, asking for him to let loose the pressure because he can't breathe. Um, officer didn't even budge. Uh, first off, um, I guess we'll go on uh, the specifications because I know uh, there are some people, even though, I mean, They've seen the riots. Maybe they just caught wind of it and and don't really know exactly what happened. You know, it, it, it's possible. It's it's very possible. Um. So uh uh, Monday on Memorial Day, George Floyd um was in a uh, supermarket, I believe. I can't remember uh, which one it was. Um, and he, he had made a transaction and he paid for it with a uh, counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Um, uh, minutes later, uh, uh, the police were called on because of the counterfeit, but, uh, Floyd had already left. Um, and then moments after that, the police showed up and, and reprimanded, uh, Floyd. Uh, the footage shows him not showing any form of resistance. And uh, um, as many of the uh, 
cases show or are, are inciting that many people who have been caught by the police, many black men, many black women, many people who have been caught by the police, they always show resistance. But the footage shows clear and well that he hasn't he hadn't shown resistance. Um, afterwards, they uh, slammed him to the floor, and um, and then uh, afterwards, um, afterwards was just a, a horrific um, sequence of events. Um, yeah, as Murph, I don't want to keep keep this as long winded as it should be. As Murph stated before, um, we normally record on Thursdays, but it's just been it's just been a time. It's just been us trying to gather our thoughts because if you're not affected by this in any way, shape, or form, I'm not gonna say there's something wrong with you, but there's. I don't I I I don't know what to say. It's it's just horrific. It's it's a public lynching to say the least. So um yeah, we've we've just us three have just been trying to take our time trying to process the information because especially during a pandemic. <laughs> you know, it's hard, you know, it's crazy that all of this is going on during a pandemic. You know, there's still people who have stay uh, stay at home orders so you have the world burning and a government that doesn't really know how to handle it so um what what do you what do you guys how, how do you guys feel just just off the rip i mean like no no dissertations or anything like that. How do you how do you feel? Like how did you feel when you first saw the footage of Floyd? Um I was it was raw anger because you can clearly hear him saying, I can't breathe, I cannot breathe. And he was clearly not resisting. And the initial video I saw was the, you know, the the racist white man, I'm not going to call him an, you know, officer, the racist ass uh, white man had his knee on his neck and his hands were in his pocket. He was just resting all of his weight on George's neck and it was just sickening to see that. And then just to later see the other video that there are three other cops holding him down. And it's like, this, like, why is it four on one? He's not resisting. He's sitting there screaming. And then it got worse when, like, felt like a pit dropped in my stomach when you could hear him saying, you know, I love you to, I believe, his grandmother, his mom, his, his wife, and kids. And then even after he stopped moving, you saw a paramedic slash cop come check his pulse. And there was no pulse because he was not moving. But he never let his knee up the entire time and all over what was supposed to be a counterfeit $20 bill that apparently checked out as real and it's tiring it 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 really really is because yes let's hypothetically say he did commit the crime he doesn't deserve to be killed nobody does like at what point did the police become judge jury and the executioner 
at the same time. And it's been a lot going through my mind over the past few days, especially, you know, we see more information coming out, coming out. And now you really see a divide in the lines because it's like, like a bomb has went off per se. And like Cassandra said, it's in the middle of a pandemic. I honestly completely forgot about Corona was happening over the past three days. Like it really went to a back burner and it's like, and, and the people who don't, un, you know, understand still what's going on, you are a part of the problem. You honestly, or if you don't see a difference in what's happening clearly to minorities and African-American men and women on a day-to-day basis by the police, you are seriously a part of the problem. Because you can have Dylan Roof go into a church and kill nine innocent African-American people and they and they capture him alive, pull a put a bulletproof vest on him, and take his ass to Burger King. But we can't we can't even sit in our house. We can't sit in our car. We can't we can't be walking down the street. We can't do nothing without be talking about a police as seen as a threat. And it's it's sickening at you know at this point. It really really is. It's it, it it's sickening it's just but i completely understand the riots and the protests because like i said people tried to silence kaepernick they told him that wasn't the right time to protest they told lebron to shut up and dribble they like they keep trying to silence the protest but just three weeks ago white people were out protesting with guns in like county and state courthouses and and the buildings and and on federal buildings with guns to protest get a goddamn haircut but you are mad at us protesting uh, police brutality and racial inequality, and you don't see a problem with that. It's just, it's sad right now. G? Um, so for me, um, I wanted to go last just to, because um, I believe this is a time where you know, you should stand next to your brother, your sister, your friends, um, and really support uh, what's going on. Um, and, you know, I am a Latino male, um, but I'm still a minority. And seeing something like that, especially growing up in the, uh, you know, a uh, African-American community or city, town, whatever you want to call it, um, you go close to a lot of people and um um and and it affects you it it really hits you it hits home um because originally watching the video the first time just seeing a man pleading um you know his seeing his mom wanting his mom there um and just saying he can't breathe he can't breathe and then the white dude just not paying attention um, and kind of like enjoying the moment. It felt like he was enjoying the moment um, because none of them, there was four of them there. None of them wanted to do anything. Um, and it it was one of those things where it's like, um, it's time. It's time. A lot of people are complaining, you know, saying this is not protesting. This is rioting. I, I would differ to that. Um, I would say it's more of an uproar. Um, because it's, everybody has their own way of 
you know, getting their point across and getting their emotions across to someone else. It's not always through words. Sometimes it's just action. Um, but it, it, it was, it's one of those situations where you're just tired of seeing it. Like, it, it seems like every, a cop is always doing something that they're not supposed to do. They're always trying to go above the badge that they have. Always thinking that they run something. Um, and I'm a, and I'm a firm believer that normally the people that become cops were the bullies in high school or the ones that got bullied and now are able to bully people now that they have some type of power. Um, but it's, it's just unfortunate, um, to see, you know, it's hopefully we see some type of change, um, because it's, it's, it's getting rough out here, man. Um, but when you have people in power that kind of fuel fuel the fire, um, it it makes it difficult because it feels like you're trying to make a change and you're trying to you know you, you want your voice to be heard, but there's always that one guy that's like um it, it it's always trying to go on the opposing side of everything. Um, but I think right now most importantly is just to stand with each other um, and really have your voice heard in any platform that you have. Um, and and we're, we're fortunate enough to have this platform because all three of us have worked hard on it to build it up. Um, and just having, we did take that time to really think what we wanted to say and how we wanted to say it. Um, it's important for people to know that, you know, we're, we're supporting them. We're, we're, we're doing what we can. And, um, uh, you know, we just hope it, it, it gets better. Hopefully there's a brighter day out there, man. All right. Um, and to really piggyback off of what you said, G about how, you know, you don't call it a ride. You call it a uproar. I, agree with you a hundred percent and to you know the white people out there who don't understand and even to like you know just everybody who's like you know oh rioting isn't going to get anything done do people not realize that america was built on rioting it was built on this exact same fundamentals and exact same process the boston tea party was a riot because they tried protesting britain did not hear them say like okay this is what we're, we're going to do we're going to hit you where it hurts in your pockets and it was a, a riot over taxes on tea exactly and then after mlk was shot it was six days of riots and then the civil rights act was signed into law six days later so change comes from riots and it's like we try protesting peacefully we try every single avenue possible to get our point across but you but you kept throwing us off to the side so now we're burning down your, your neighborhoods per se we're looting your oppression little targets stuff like that that gets your attention now like that does that that got your you know attention and it's like i'm all i understand the looting completely but i don't like 
the I really do not like the looting of small businesses, especially small black businesses, because those are people's lives. Some people live upstairs of those same businesses that you're looting and you're burning down as well. So you so you're not only bankrupting somebody, you're putting your, like you're putting them on the street. As you know, as well, Target they'll be fine. Nike they'll be fine. They they got insurance on all that stuff. They'll be fine and stuff. It's just like just. Can we please avoid the black owned and small businesses? Like that's really how I feel about it. And it's like I just been really just watching closely on like my Facebook page where like I have like, you know, a lot of old coworkers. I've unfriended a lot of them over the past few days, just like just because of stuff that they're saying. Cause one of them said blue lives matter too. Well, blue was not Nobody's blue. You're like you're not a damn Smurf. You're a cop. You can take off that uniform and be good at the end of the day. We can't take off our skin. We can't take off our, you know, our blackness. And so so people saying blue lives matter really degrades black lives matter. And it's and it's like you really do not understand as, you know, as well. And people say all lives matter. Well, clearly they don't, because if they did, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now and it's you know it's about time we've got you know people's attention like we've you know we're we're at the breaking point right now it's i'm tired of every single seems like every month or every three weeks we're hearing about another killing another lynching like this and nothing happens at all um you know, while you two were talking, I was trying to come up with like just something to say. And for some reason, I just really, it's hard, man. It's really fucking hard. It's really hard to not be angry and not to be frustrated. Right. It's, 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 dog, it's, it's been happening for years. It's, I don't know how you can't see it. I don't know how you can't see the, the disparity between us and the people who demand that they get the fucking haircuts with their guns. I mean, how many, what percentage of black people compared to white people are working currently as essential workers <laughs> probably four to one maybe what's the percentage of african americans who are dying compared to white people due to the covid right what's the percentage of african americans who have lost their jobs compared to white people due to the covid And it's like they refuse to acknowledge it. There are people literally dead set hell bent on refusing to give up any sort of comfortability to help a a fellow human being forget the fact that, yo, 
and you and and the and you say you love me and you say you care about me, but you love my culture and you want me dead at the same time. Dog, you know, it's Will Smith said something. He said, nothing has changed. It's just that it's being filmed. There's a video I saw where an old head was talking to a youngin, 16 years old. And he was bawling through his eyes, man. He was crying. He was yelling at him. He's saying, this shit does not work the way you think it will. And he was talking about the riots. And I'm getting, and I'm, I'm trying to get it. He was like, how come riots don't help? How come the riots don't incite change? And he was saying, I, I was thinking this in my head. And he was just saying, I'm 31. Dude over there is 46. There's a 46-year-old black man saying, y'all, riots, we got to raise hell. We got to turn shit over. We got to kill off people. And he was telling youngin, I'm 31. He's 46. You're 16. And you're angry. You're going through this. You're rioting. You're trying to incite revolution. But me and him have been through this shit. How many times have we done this? And he's 46 and I'm 31. Dog, it's like a cycle of insanity. We keep doing it. We keep doing it. We keep doing it. Not to say that we should stop. Not to say that we should let the passion die. Not to say that we should let our anger subside because we want to go back to what quote unquote normal is. But he was saying to Young and he's like, you have to figure out a way to change this. And he was pleading with the young man. He was saying, I have a five-year-old. I pray to God that he doesn't have to deal with this because it's been going on for years. I was watching the news and I don't know why this bugged me as much as it did, but when a reporter was just saying, you know, this is just another page in a book of racism and prejudice, I don't know why that upset me so much because it was just, it almost felt like it was just a write-off, you know. Oh, the blacks are mad again, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta calm them down, you know, here we go again. Everyone it, knows what the fuck is wrong. Everyone fucking knows what the fuck is wrong. But no one wants to give up any sort of comfortability to change it. And I'm talking about the people in power. I'm talking about the people who are sitting in their lavish homes. I'm talking about the people who, oh, I have a black friend. Oh, you know, I support them. But dead ass when you show up to a protest. Same goes for the people who do show up for a protest, but incite violence off the rip. People who take advantage of the peaceful protest just to see chaos, just to watch the world burn knowing full well that they won't suffer from the repercussions.
Everybody knows what the fuck is wrong. But no one wants to deal with what comes after. And oh, to- I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Um, there's a video. There's a video with Killer Mike, and I don't know how much I told you, but Killer Mike, Killer Mike, I, I, I may not agree with with everything he says, and rightfully so, because we have to have our own opinions. But long story short, two things that I mean, he said um, multiple things, but he said two words that really, really resonated with me, and it was strategize and mobilize, right? And so. And he was, he was talking about Atlanta. He was talking about how don't burn, don't burn the city down because of the, um, it's strictly off the amount of black owned businesses we have. He wasn't speaking about other cities. He was speaking strictly about Atlanta. He's like, we can't burn Atlanta because Atlanta is doing much better than what we hoped it to be in the past few years. So to what Jaren said, to what G said, to what Murph said, burning off the black businesses, black owned businesses does not change anything. And it sets us back. But getting a little sidetracked, when he was saying strategize and mobilize, it is now imperative. It is so imperative in any way, shape or form that we link up with our local organizations and find a way, learn from what our our ancestors did, what our grandfathers did during these times. And not just to write, but to learn, to grow, to band together. And because what, what, what do we know? As you said before, Murph, what hurts them is their pockets. If we take the money out of their pockets, then they're really hurt. If we invest in ourselves and we work within our own communities, we can hurt them just as much as we can hurt them with the riots. There's gotta be a way, y'all. There has to be a way. Just as they refuse to, uh, just as they refuse to do, to understand what the problem is and acknowledge it and do something about it. I refuse to give up on the fact that there's a way. So. Gee, do you have something before I add my point? Um, just to go based off what Sandra had just said, um, I think if, if people want to loot or, you know, break in, it shouldn't be the small businesses um, because a lot of the times those small businesses are um, are the ones that are, you know, I wouldn't say they're, they're making the most money, but they're not making, you know, they're not making millions of dollars like Target is and um, other big retailers. Um, for them, that's their whole livelihood. And, um, and those are the ones that we, 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 we should take care of the most. Um, and if they do get torn down, um, you know, as a, as a group, as a community, we need to come together and, you know, help them rebuild. Um, 
put them in a position where it's like they may have had success before, but now they're gonna have even more success. Um, with you know everybody backing them now. After you know if if their uh, small business does get um you know destroyed or or um you know brought down, but what I will say something that I wanted to say was um quit watching the news. Um, the news are not telling the, the the correct story. The news are only giving you um what they want you to see. They they're they're gonna show you what gives them views. So they're going to show you people acting um, the way they're not supposed to. They're going to give the attention to people that aren't even there to protest. They're just there to wall out. Um, and, and usually they, they have a narrative that they want to give out. Um, and sometimes they'll give you a partial story so you feel bad for whatever is going on. But once you see the, the whole and why everything is going on, um, you'll have a better um, understanding and then you'll see that the media is not being truthful and telling you the correct stuff. Um, and if, you know, I doubt, doubt it, but if the news is your only source to get what's going on, mute it. Watch the video. Um, make sure the video shows everything or do your research, but don't listen to what they're saying. Because they'll say little minor things in their vocabulary that it will change it all. They'll say something like, oh, these protesters are walking and they seem to be a little aggressive. And then all of a sudden you see shots firing and then tear gas. And then they're like, oh, it's non-lethal weapons that they're using. So nobody's going to get harmed. It's just to see just there. You see that they had the agenda to make the cops look like the good people because they try to use adjectives and verbs to, you know, really break down and dilute what the true message is. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, and, and I believe everybody should do their part. If, if you can only protest, protest, if you can donate, donate, if you can do both, that's good. Get in touch with an organization that you can, you know, volunteer, help, talk to. Um, it's just something that um, it doesn't matter what race you are. We really have to all start coming together more and start supporting, you know, the people that are getting oppressed by law enforcement. Because cops, you know, this ain't the episode for it, but... There's a lot that I want to get into about them, but it, it, it's not about that right now. It's about what's going on and the injustice that's happening in this country. Um, and I don't know, man. I just feel like it. things really have to change because it, it's not going to get any better if if we just sit back and just watch. and. Going back to what Asandra was saying about that video, I saw the same video as well. Um, I've seen a couple, and and it and, and it hits you hard because you you sit there and you're like, what what can I do? What could have been done? Um, and then what I what, what something that I would say is um, I had going back to watching that video. Um, 
I remember my mom watched it for the first time. And she cried. She cried watching that video because she was like, no man deserves that. Nobody on earth deserves to die that way. Um, and she, she even told me, she was like, I do apologize because a lot of this, this uh, country, um, they could have done more. But a lot of, if you guys know a lot of the history, um, the Latino side, used to be, you know, the African-American side and the Latino side didn't always get along. And it used to be because of a, uh, you know, I, for, for different reasons, um, you know, a lot of them, the older generations used to get their uh, information from straight from the news and the news will make a certain group look bad and then the other look worse and then one look good. And, um a lot of them lived in fear and they felt like if they would have united more, more change could have been done because more power would have been with a larger group. If, if that makes sense. All right. I get it. All right. No, I do. Um, to piggyback off of really both. Of y'all, there's a few points I really want to like make that. I really want to like elaborate on start off with, Elaborate on Asandre's uh killer Mike um soliloquy. We honestly, I personally believe we honestly have to stop looking to these celebrities for guidance. Oh, facts. We really, really do. Because I've seen nothing this weekend. People are like, oh, Jay-Z ain't said nothing, or oh T I said the wrong thing, or oh D said this. Why are you worried about what they really think? Some of them genuinely care. And some of them are just trying to protect their bottom dollar as well. At the end of the day, these celebrities are not really going to be as quote unquote affected as this, as us, as like us everyday people. I feel Mm -hmm. like, like stop looking towards these celebrities for guidance, looking because the leaders are already there. They're in your communities. They're there. Stop looking toward the celebrities and start looking towards these communities. And stop trying to check the celebrities for when they speak out, but you don't check your own friends and family for, for saying the exact same thing. As well. It's just like the... Not even the thought process. It's... I can't even think of a word. It's... Your priorities are all out of order. You're too busy trying to cancel Desi Banks or B. Simone or all these other, you know, internet celebrities for speaking out wrong. But you don't, but you don't check your own mom who's saying the exact same thing on her Facebook or like a friend of yours. It's, it's as backwards. Like that crab in a barrel mentality is also what's hurting us as well because we have the right idea and it's like after the protest i always say now what because people are like we're going to protest okay what's after that and and it's like it's getting active in your community it's voting people in these local city and state governments that are going to be for us that are going to take care of us it's i i don't it's Charlemagne, the guy, 
said it best a few weeks ago or or last week. And I don't always agree with him, but he's but I agree with this. You have to earn my black vote. You have to earn it. You Absolutely. have to earn my vote. Just because you're for a certain party doesn't mean you automatically get my vote. Absolutely. And it's just like we have to look deep within our deep within our communities because they're there. It's these majority uh, these majority of these white politicians don't give a damn about us. They say one thing and don't do another. And then we're pissed. But you call, you know, the local leader on your black corny for trying to organize a black party for black people to bring unity into the neighborhood. You called him corny when he's actually trying to do good stuff for the community and trying to bring it up and bring it together and fix relations and stuff like that. But you run towards your celebrities and back who they back. Oh, here we go. It's, it's annoying. It, it, it's really, really annoying. And it's like, these celebrities, some of them don't give a shit about us. And you can tell who. And it's just like, I seen people today was like, oh, you know, y'all quote unquote King Jay-Z didn't say anything. And G said it best earlier. Just because we're not, pro- just because, you know, if you're not protesting, doesn't mean you're not contributing to the cause. You could be you could be uh, you could be putting bail money for the protesters. You could be setting up town halls. Like you could be doing very. You could be educating white people on what's happening. The because, absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Sorry, exactly. No, no, no. Right. You're, True. Exactly. And it's like, oh, like some of these white people are just ignorant with to what's going on. And sit down and educate them instead of berating them. Have yeah. a educated conversation because I pro- it's probably all just a misunderstanding. I like, mean, sh- go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't mean it. Right. I was just gonna say like I know I've it, 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 only to the to the conversations with these um with these white people. If yeah, start off with that. But if if they're not listening off the if they give any sort of first signs that they're not listening, just give up. Because oh yeah no I agree yeah. completely I agree completely because it's like it's a few people who I know few white people who I knew or know and they're like I honestly was ignorant to what's going on because it did not affect me but it was something about that video really changed something and I and it's probably because it's combined with the quarantine we can't run from it like we're in the house we have nothing to do but watch TV all day. Yeah. And stuff like it's you can't get away from sleep. It's blatantly in your face. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's right now. And it's just like this weekend I was mentally exhausted. I could not put my phone down because I'm like it was I went it was between mentally exhausted and wanting to get away, but wanting to stay informed at the same time. It was a middle ground. I'm like, I want to get away. I don't want to think about it, but it's like I want to stay informed of what's going on. And to G's point about formulate your own opinion about the news, this is a perfect example of that. Yesterday in St. Louis, if I am correct, or San Diego, a white man got out of his car with a bow and arrow 
and said all lives matter and was shooting it at the black protesters. Seen that and they, Colorado. It was Colorado. It was yeah. It was somewhere, yeah. and, and they proceeded to curse stomp the dog shit out of him, which is rightly so. You're he's attacking you. He is attacking you. And they burnt his car. They burnt it. But hold on, just one second, Asandre. But and then and then but the news. He was interviewed by the news. So it was like, oh, I was attacked unprovoked by two black people. But if you mm-hmm. look clearly at the video, it was majority white people uh, stomping the shit out of him. But the news twisted it to try to fit the narrative. And it's like, all the information is there. Stop looking towards just Facebook and CNN and your local news because they're wrong. They have a narrative. Find their, the information is out there. There's way too many ways to consume information. Sit kidding. there and find it. Stop that and stop spread. Stop seeing. Take the time to vet the information before you spread it. It takes a simple two to three extra minutes. A simple Google search fixes it all. Stop spreading this stuff about about the, the black fuck? about the protesters are um are like you you know being uh angry and all this stuff when I've. When there's several people who were at the protest, like they were calm until the cops started shooting tear gas at us for just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. It's just that they changed the 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 news changes uh, the news changes the narrative so much to fit their narrative as well, and it doesn't help when you have a racist president in office and literally say when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And he's feeding into that. He's asking for his own cult of people to clash with the uh, with the Black Lives Matters or just the anti-racist, pro, you know, the anti-racist protesters. I'll put it like that, just to do it all. And it's like, as a president, you're supposed to be there to unify the country. He has defi- He has divided it even more. It's, it, it is ridiculous right now on what's going on and it's like we have to do our part in voting in the correct people in the office and that's also the presidency as well because yes the president is the most powerful person in you know in the world but without the backing of congress and the senate and state senators etc etc he's powerless so it's like we honestly have to get out and vote people in the office that represent us Asandra, were you gonna say something dog um Oh, for those of y'all listening, uh, this is actually the first time the three of us are are openly talking about what we've been holding in uh, for the past week, bro. I did not know. I did not know no fucking idiot came out of his car with a fucking bow, uh, bow and arrow. You didn't know yeah. that? No, I yes. didn't know that shit. Yes. Are you dead he, ass serious? Um, de- I I will. I have the video. It's somewhere. Motherfucker came out his car screaming, "All lives matter." With, with a, a bow, bow and arrow, arrow. And started shooting at protesters. He Wait, shot was it one. Like a grown, like, was he, was it, he like an old man? Was he like a, a yeah, an old white man? I swear to God. Oh, a yeah. Old white man. And then there was one in Dallas last night. He he had a machete, and he was chased. He was like trying to quote unquote defend his neighborhood, but he was chasing the protesters with a machete, and they beat the dog shit out of him, like. This See, dude the, was in a heap of blood. About that video too. Originally, they just showed where it's like fifteen, you exactly. know, people just stomping on him. But what they didn't show you was thirty seconds prior, he literally is walking, pinpoints one person in in, in the crowd with a skateboard, and then runs after him, 
what do you expect? You have a machete in your hand. You're you're aiming mm-hmm. to like harm one person. So the crowd is gonna have his back. What did you expect? Like I, exactly. to me in that situation, I don't care if you're protecting your business, protecting your home. I'm if if you 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 targeted one person, you locked in into that one person. So you had an intention. You you knew what you were trying to do. So and you, the, the the repercussions of you getting stomped out, that's on you, bro. That's that's <laughs> on you. Well, tell, me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Was was the dude white with the machete? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then man, hey, can and I then the this? news. I, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, fuck that, y'all. Let me just talk to the white people, bro. Y'all, please understand. Y'all are crazy. You have to understand that some don't take this as a generalized statement. Or maybe I don't care how you say it. That's crazy. You mean to tell me a dude came out his fucking car with a bow and arrow? What the fuck are you doing with a bow and arrow in the middle of a city? No, bro. And a machine. Oh, bro. And then screaming all lives matter. And you expect us to really fuck with you on that. Exactly. You expect people to hear you say all lives matter. It's and it's like the dude with the machete. The news was like they only show like you know me and you were saying that fifteen second clip of him getting stomped out. The dude who got stomped out even went on Twitter this morning and was like, he explained his reasoning, but but he was even at the end he was like it wasn't a bet it wasn't great judgment, like I would do it again. And he's autistic on top of that, which is it's excusing it, but it's not excusing so. Take that as you want, but he even said, "I essentially I deserve that because I attacked these people for they were doing nothing to me. I was just trying to protect my local bar and oh. my local uh, apartment complex because my barbershop got destroyed the night before. Oh. So I wanted to protect my neighborhood, dude. You're not Batman. We're gonna dog stomp the shit out of you. Yo. We're dog stomping shit out of Batman if he does that to us, unprovoked. And it's not like they were." going towards him. They're just walking down the street protesting. And he's just doing it. And it's just like and also it's like this is how you know the police is against us. You you, you can see the videos if you look for them. What black person is sitting there was like, hey, look guys, there's a pile of bricks. Let's throw them. When there's no construction around, period. Like cops were putting what somebody said in it. Actually, it was very true. They said Call of Duty care packages around the city. There was a pile of a big ass pile of bricks sitting on a street corner that is that has never been there in downtown Dallas. Yep. It's there's the police are aggravating the like the pro they're they are creating havoc of the you know with the protesters. They are the main they are the agitators. They're planning of, to see the destruction. Exactly. And they're blaming it on us. I can't. I can't even be surprised because them motherfuckers put crack in fucking neighborhoods, man. I'll exactly. never let that down. I, I I will not be surprised because they act openly and admittedly put crack into neighborhoods, drugs. It's exactly. And then they try. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but and then they try to blame the Colombians for it. Exactly. When the, like, the cops were buying the drugs from the Colombians, 
and some of the cartels and then putting it into the neighborhoods and then trying to pinpoint it on everybody in the South. On us. It's it's just like there has been like people really cannot black people or minorities cannot trust the cops because they as a whole have not been for us. Now we all know there are good cops but the main issue is these cops can do whatever they want to. They can kill us and not have any repercussions at all whatsoever. That is our problem. If people, if the criminal justice system starts holding these cops accountable, I promise you this will go down. It's just, but they're not. Also, the problem is that you can become a cop in six months what, or maybe even six weeks. I think it's six weeks, six to eight weeks. Yeah. So you tell, like, it's, it takes what, five to six years to become either a doctor or a lawyer, but in six weeks, you can hold my life in your hands. You can give me a gun. Mm-hmm. With the associates the, the degree at some points. Fuck out of here. That has to change. And it's like, if you're scared, why the fuck become a cop? If you being a little bitch, stop becoming a cop. If your bitch made. See, like, another oh, another ahead. thing that I, that I want to say is I'm tired of people saying all oh, cops aren't bad. Like, that's not the conversation we're having right now. It's or, and I'm tired of hearing not all white people are racist. Not all white people are bad. Fuck that's not the conversation we're having. Exactly. And my rebuttal is, well, why do y'all classify all black people as thugs? Exactly. Why do you... It's not... We all know all cops aren't racist. We know all white people aren't racist. That's, like you said, that's not the issue. I have plenty of white friends. I know plenty of good cops. I have them in my family. It's the issue that it's the bad cops that are outshining the good ones. Mm-hmm. And if people, and also, like, people are saying, oh, why can't the good cops speak out and say something? You know, the good black cops, they're, you know, they're coons and what's called call it? Stuff like that. It's like they gotta. Yes, there are some people who are quote unquote coons. I really hate using that word, but there are also black officers or officers who try to speak up who are silenced. That if they do, they're blackballed, and they're like it. It becomes such a larger issue at that as well. And right now, being a cop is their meal ticket, so they can't really. Like I can sympathize on on that point where it's um like for a black cop not being able to speak up. Because we are still in a pandemic. There's still a high unemployment rate. And exactly. this, this cop runs the risk of, he says something, he's not on the force anymore. Then his family goes hungry. Exactly. And then but we've, like... also, we've, we've also seen those videos, though, where I think it was a cop in Atlanta where he was like, I'm with you guys. I'm with you. And then he sent some white cop home that was like, provoking the the protesters and and there, there's still cops that are fighting this fight with all of us yes, like they're, yeah. they're 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 with us it's just mm-hmm. that they still have to do their civil duty of having to be out there in in, in the front lines um is that and 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 there was a video that i saw today from uh, i think it was the sergeant um in houston um he um he said that he was on the protester side, that he wants to see change, that he's tired of, uh, I, 
I don't remember the exact term he used, but he's tired of all. I mean, he even said it. He was like, I'm tired of this white kids and skateboards uh, destroying these um, establishments and, and trying to make the protesters look bad. Even they know who's doing it. So the they fact that, that the media is still trying to be like, oh, uh, you know, the they're, they're at it again. They're, they're destroying communities and destroying businesses. No, nah, bro. Look at the videos. It's usually like 14, 20 different white kids in skateboards tearing down those windows. Exactly. And then the Minnesota governor even said it, or the Minneapolis mayor was something. One of those two people, they publicly said, they said out of all the people, it's that everybody who was arrested, like let's say hypothetically Friday night, was from out of town. They did not live here. Mm-hmm. And, and it's some, like, and, and some had ties to uh, white supremacists. Exactly. And it's just like, it's like the information is there. And I, honestly, if you like, and I, I was going to say this, it, I, I will always say this. If white people, if you are still quiet on what's going on, please just you're never like you're just oblivious and you are part of the problem you are racist in my mind you are legit part of the problem if you really Mm -hmm. don't see what's happening it is a huge problem in this country it's bad other countries who don't fuck with us and other countries who are just as equally racist as us are even speaking out about this Mm -hmm. this is not just a u.s issue countries around the world are looking at this and it's like how can you not see what the issue is we are being hunted down we are being slaughtered we Ahmad Aubrey was just jogging and went into a constructed house everybody does it I've done it before we've all done it before and he was he was a builder architect if I'm correct he, yeah he was trying to major in, uh, to try to be something in like it like electronical engineering so he was there yeah. just to check out like the wire the, the wire electricity that, which you know the... every student does like if there's a like an unfinished still in build progress building going up you know as as a student you know you want to master your craft later on to be the teacher um exactly so for him to be there i mean he has a reason he's trying to learn we've always said knowledge is key and the fact that the media spins in like, oh, he's been, he's been looting around like abandoned uh, homes the and fact, stuff. It's like, it's like, bro, come on now. The it's fact like that every- we have to talk about after his death that they're trying to come up with evidence to justify the killing. And exactly. the media does that. Because even even post things to justify the killing. It's like that, and things like it. We could be, we could be recording a video of a white person killing us in cold blood, and I promise you, within twenty four hours, they're gonna dig up dirt on us to make us look bad. And it's like, the and issue, even if it's on video, it's not enough to convict exactly. the white person. You you heard Never. the lieutenant general say that the way that cop had his knee on floyd it wasn't um you know it it, it, it was that wasn't the reason he died it was because of complications to he had health complications and it's like but, no bro we literally see this video he's pleading because he can't breathe because there's physical stress on him 
So the fact that you're trying to turn around, hide it, and try to think that we're all idiots, it doesn't work that way. Because we all know if that was, you know, a black person, a Latino person, an Asian person, putting their knee on a white person, they're immediately arrested. And maybe for life. Yeah. And there was an actual case of that. It was a black cop. He, it was a black cop or like a Middle Eastern cop. It was a cop of, it was a minority cop. Let me go with that just to cover all of my bases. He accidentally shot a white lady in a dark alley because she called in a robbery that had just happened in that same alley. And when the cop came, he unfortunately shot her. He was arrested on the spot and got sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. But you have Aaron Gardner, who was killed on the video, Philando Castile killed on a video on, on a video, countless others, and nothing has happened to them. And somebody said this stat, and I've seen it posted by slaves, but I don't know if it's true, but it just reading it face value, it sounds true. They say Michael Vick has served more more uh, more more prison time than all the cops who have killed the black people over like the last 10 years combined. I, I would believe it. Because most exactly. of them just, just, just get fired and they're like, oh, yeah, we deal with it. It's done. They're not part of the department. Exactly. So I, and I'm like, I, I, I actually believe it. But it's like for me to do the research, that is a, a very disturbing, shockingly long list of names. And it's ridiculous. It is. It's like. It, it, I'm really trying to find the words for it. I really, really am. And it's like, I just want to swing back to the protest thing. To be honest, I'm changing my stance. Just I'm changing my stance to about the looting and the burning down buildings just a tad bit. I did say I, you know, I was okay with as long as it not touch uh, black businesses. I'm still on that, but guess what? We black businesses aside, we built this country. We can burn this bitch down. Yeah. Like we like as a minorities, we built this country. Like we built this country and it's like, hey, we can start over. I don't care. And to the white people who are saying, Oh, why don't you just, you know, uh make your own businesses and you know, make your own na- you know, neighborhoods and stuff like that. We had one. It was called Black Wall Street and y'all burnt that shit down. Y'all bombed it. Hey, to the protesters out there, we fuck with you heavy. Be safe, do what you gotta do. Burn the shit down. Burn these major corporate companies down because they don't give a shit about us. To go on to that even further, we need to make sure these small businesses stay intact because what people don't realize, or I'm sure, actually, I'm sure a lot of people know, these small businesses, the money circulates within the community a lot more and a lot quicker, building the community itself. These major company, these major companies target Walmart. It goes out of the community and it goes to those other gentrified uh, uh, places to where these white people with their uh, uh, fucking poodles get to sit around and drink Mai Tais out the ass and shit. Exactly. And burn, it's like, these, burn these hoes down, but keep these black uh, Exactly. Because you don't know what that black business does for the community if you're from out-of-towners. And that's when the in-towners have to protect these businesses as well because that barbershop that you just burned down, he's he's that barbershop has been in his family for generations. And that barbershop has also fed the kids in the neighborhood when they were out of school and they needed a meal for mm-hmm. underprivileged kids. 
and now that can't happen because you're being a fucking dumbass and burn down, you know, and burn down that business per se. Keep because the businesses in the communities give back to the communities. Don't touch them unless the owner is blatantly racist, and then that do with that as you want. That's how I see it. Especially if you're provoked like that dude with the machete. Is that any one of his business? It's just him trying to be his friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and, and and he got his ass cursed on. Rightfully so. Yo, exactly. If, if, if y'all going to protest, just as they're strategizing, just as they're planting fake protesters, just as they're um, tear gassing us and, 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 and kicking us while we're uh, peacefully protesting, we have to beat them at their own game. We have to strategize. We have to plan. That's what we have to do. Exactly. That's uh, And then if you see fake protesters, call their asses out. If you see clearly white people breaking into targets and CVSs and stuff, stop them. Like, you have to hold these people accountable because they're just doing it for clout. And they're causing ruckus. Like, honestly, you have to you have to hold these people accountable. Like, because they're putting a bad look on everybody else. I swear to God, if I hear somebody talk about clout at a time like this, I'm laying them out, bro. It, don't get don't get on Twitter, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, if just, I see them up don't. front, I, I can't, don't. man. I cannot. Cause on me, I I will say I wanted to go to the protest, but at, as soon as I thought about, it, I'm like, yo, there's a whole ass pandemic going on right now. There's a whole ass mysterious virus going on right now, and I'm like, I'm around my family. It's like I have to think of not only myself but other people. And also the thing that I would say is like Dallas cops right now they're they're aggressive. Even from day one they had snipers on the roof. These, oh yeah. The, these these cops even if you're protest, even if it's a you know a friendly non-violent protest, they're gonna come at you first. That's why they planted those bricks because for them, as soon as they feel pressured or you get in their face, it's their right as a cop to come at you. So they're trying to provoke you by giving you the weapons to do that. So in order before the crowd starts getting bigger, bigger, and bigger, and, and, and people start to, like, uproar, they want to dilute that super quick. So they're mm-hmm. trying to give – they're hoping that, that there's that one person in the group out of the thousands or hundreds that come out makes that critical mistake so they can start throwing tear gas, throwing those rubber bullets, which I think should be illegal. Those things are are, are, are – they're, they're painful. And and they sh- and what they're doing is they they're just you know they're trying to they're trying to set people that are protesting up to fail because they you you've seen the videos you see how some of these cops are smiling while they're like while they're like you know how they're cutting off roads and things they're smart some of them are smiling some of them pull up and they're like it's like a like a kickoff for a football game they're moving up and down ready to go. Some of them are like uh, provoking. They're putting their hands on somebody, expecting the the protester not to put their hands on them. It's like that co- that, that that protester that went up to the cops and was taking their their names on on his phone, and then oh, that white cop, it? yeah, threw it. Bro, you deserve that. You have oh, no yeah. right when you become a a public uh, servant or or you take some type of public work. Like being a cop, you give up your right of giving permission to for someone to take your picture. You chose that. 
So for him to grab his phone, throw it, and expect the dude not to retaliate and knock him out and put him to sleep, that's on that, that's on you. That I the the cop was in the wrong. Exactly, and it's like to all the protesters, like I'm, like to wrap up, you know, all of my thought process on it. To all the protesters, watch out for each other. Watch each other because we're all there for the same exact reason. And if you see some rogue people doing that, st- try to stop it. And if you can't stop it, isolate your isolate yourself. Don't don't indulge in it because you're only feeding into the narrative. Isolate yourself from it and just make it known as blatantly as blatantly as you can that it is that hey they are on their own. That is an isolated incident. At the same time, just how like for the news do for all these white sports teams and all this stuff when they win a Super Bowl championship, whatever they riot their city, they're like, oh, it was isolated incident. I need the news to keep that same energy for us, but they're not. So mm-hmm. we have to, so we have to do what we can to protect ourselves and isolate ourselves. I forget. Go on. No, 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 no. I was done. If if you're gonna protest, make sure you go with a group of people that you know. Um, yep. Make sure you got a buddy you can tag along with. Make sure you never stray away from the sides because that's how they get you. Uh, make sure you always at these protests. They always have leaders. They're always gonna have people who are gonna lead in in zones and and paths. So make sure you follow them. Make sure you pay attention to the to the you pay attention to the directions that they give. Uh, pack some water on you. Pack some snacks on you because you're walking. You're walking. Yep. This is not some. This is not some uh uh uh, uh field day type of thing. This is you trying to stand for something that you actually believe in. So you're gonna have to pack some water on you because it's gonna be exhausting. You're gonna have to fight off some people. There's a chance that you're gonna get into an altercation. High chance. Yep. Right. Don't only um, take your ID and cash. Like if you can share your location with you know. With you know, with your buddies, do that and catch out. Get separated. You can find them easily. Like, think of find, like you. Yeah. Go ahead. Make a rendezvous point. Um, yep. Uh, have somebody survey the area, or if you don't really know the area, there's people coming out of town. Um, speak with somebody who can guide you along because if that's what you really want to do. I mean, make sure you follow through and make sure you keep yourself as safe as possible. Because as you guys said, they're not setting this up for your benefit. They're setting you guys, they're setting us up for failure. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but I'd be damned if I go into something that I truly believe in, yelling at a cop's face, knowing damn well they don't give a fuck about what I have to say, and have them smile as they put me down as they intended to. Um, it. It's like everybody, like, you know, watch out, plan, strategize. Just try to educate as many people as you can about what's going on. And like Cassandra said, if if it's blamed that it's not going to happen, move on to the next person. No, what are you going to say, G? Yeah, it's important to go in there with a plan. Don't freestyle it. This is a thing where you, you can't freestyle. Because your life is on the line. Is it? Don't drive like down there either. Be 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 smart and like you guys had said, you know, go go with a group of friends and don't 
post selfies, don't post videos on your social media because you just become an easy target. Because that's how they get you. Yeah, you become an easy target. Preferably, if you go, try to go as a group. One or two people in that group have your phone because most of the time what they do, they try to GPS locate everybody that that could have possibly been there, especially if you post it on your social media. Because then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, here was your location. We were able to locate you at this at this time. Exactly. Just, just physically stay with 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 your 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 team, your group, your friends. Um, and just be be smart out there because they're, they're they're trigger happy right now. They're, oh, they're, yeah. trying, they're, they're trying to find any excuse. And then the ones that say they're on your side, most likely, likely they're not. Just, you know, just be careful out there. And, and remember why you're out there, too. Remember why you're there. Don't, don't try to take a lot of the focus away from, you know, George Floyd's death. Don't, don't take away from that. Because that's, that's the reason we're there. We're there for Black Lives Matter. And, and make sure to not... Make sure to not be be that one person that kind of makes the whole group look bad. Because then you just, you know, be there for the right reason. If you're going to go be there for the right reasons, if, if, if you're not going to be there for what the reason is, then stay home. Support from the sideline. Not everybody can be a, a key player, superstar. Just be that person on the sideline play your role like honestly you don't have to be on the front lines you don't have to be play your role like if your role is educating people do it if your role is being a protester do it but don't try to do too much because that's when you know shit can hit the fan per se and that's how you leave tracks too yeah and yeah and please don't drive down there there's too many ways to get you know to get down there don't drive because if you lose your keys, if your car gets uh, um, gets unwrecked, you're stuck. Yeah, and as, the way as, Dallas police are doing it, they're they open the door, break your window of your car, and then just throw tear gas in there. We've seen it already. Exactly. So, like, be smart about it, man. It's like I don't, I don't have it. I honestly don't have anything else to say at this moment. It's I believe I got all of my thoughts out right now. Yeah, have any. Thing else to add? Um, I know as 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 we uh, stated before. Um, I know this is a lot to take in. Um, as you said, not everybody's a key player, not everybody's a star player, and not everybody's strong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not everybody is as strong at the moment as other people. So what? It's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming, especially with everybody still at home. Mm-hmm. It is. I wanted to mention it before that um, whenever you said that because people are at home, this seeing this video affected us a lot more. I remember talking to another group of friends and a good few buddies of mine saying how much it hit me because I didn't have the distraction of going to work constantly, because I didn't have the distraction of going to school, because I didn't have the distraction of just going out with friends. 
and I'm an adult now, so I'm watching this video and I'm seeing a public lynching. And now it's set in my heart that I could die at any moment now. Now, I always had that thought going across my head before. I always had that thought, but seeing that in my home comfortably, I could die at any moment. I could just walk out and a cop could just kill off just because he wanted to, because he felt like it. nothing could happen to him. Not even walking out in your own house. Not even walking out of my own house. I could just bust in, just be in my own house. Chilling. Bullshit is reasons, right? So, yeah, it's just, please just stay informed, stay informing, like, you know, the right information. Just watch out for each other's backs. Don't chastise other black people if they're if they don't share the same views you because not everybody's gonna be on the same page. Some people believe some people sided with uh Malcolm X more, some people sided with uh, Martin Luther King more. At the end of the day, we all want the same. We all want the as black people, we all want the same thing. We just have to work together to get it done. So yeah, that that's my last thoughts on it. Um yeah. At this point in time I don't know if this is even the right thing to say, but I don't even really care. I believe that there's no longer any right answers, and there's only strong answers now, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 There's, there's nothing that you could really say that is morally or situationally right. There can only be strong answers now, strong moves, because a point has to be made. A statement was made when uh, Floyd was killed. So now we as a people have to make a statement back. And we have to make sure it's just as lasting as it is strong. Yo. Yo, man. Like I said, tell the people, you know, close to you, you know, that you love them. Just express gratitude, give people their flowers. We're, we always say that here. Give people their flowers while they're here. Just because you never, unfortunately, and you know, as being minorities, you never know. Unfortunately, you honestly never, never know. It's, it's just one of those things. It's like, until we get to a better day, a brighter day, per se, this is unfortunately the world that we live in right now. So it's like just you got to watch out for yourself, watch out for everybody around you and just be grateful, just be appreciative as well. But try to make a positive impact every single day that you breathe. So, yeah, I would just say and don't forget why we're doing this to always say their name. There's countless lists, the Trayvon Martins, the Philando Castiles, the Sandra Blands, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. Uh, both from Gene, there's count, uh, there's countless others that I cannot think of, right? Because there's been so, uh, uh, I don't want to. Tremont Wright, I really is, I don't want to butcher the name. But there's just so many, right now. So please understand why we're doing this. It's for them. It's for our kids. It's for future generations as well to make a better world for them. So just say their names. Just that is your motivation. Just say their names on why we're actually doing. It. If y'all don't have anything else, you know, we can really just get out of here. 
Yeah, don't let the passion die out, y'all. Don't yep. go to test and let the passion die out. That's Agreed. All. Y'all be safe. If you're gonna protest, be safe. If you're gonna donate, if you're gonna say give exactly. your flowers to your loved ones, be safe. Just be safe, y'all. Just be safe. So like I said, this has been uh we'll be back uh to our regular decent on Friday schedules this week. So you know, we'll catch y'all later. Everybody, you know, be safe out there. Uh you know, just make the world a better place every you know you know every you know every single day this is once again your you know your favorite trio it's Murph and g and andre and you know we will catch y'all next week